Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. I'm sure I'm not the only one who finds themselves reflecting back on this past year, forgetting the worst and looking ahead with a renewed sense of hope and optimism. So as we finish our second year of this podcast, I am thankful to all of our great guests that shared their personal stories and their love for their dogs. I'm also proud that the show expanded its format this year to include question and answer episodes. We added a gift shop for selling merchandise to support the show. And very importantly, we welcomed our new show correspondents, Ellen Belandante and Lindsay Bird of Deity Animal Rescue, who helped us expand our West Coast reach. But what I am most grateful to is our loyal, loving audience of dog parents. Thank you all so much for listening to the show and know that we are humbled that you choose to spend time with us. Here are some of the special moments from this year's guests. I think what's happening out in the world is really difficult and traumatizing and really hard to wrap your mind around. And yet here we are with this structure and this simple need, the dog needs to go out. The walking the dog was the only moment that I felt normal. I realized that if I went out to walk around the neighborhood, which I didn't really do very much, it would just be to get from one place to the other. And when you walk with a dog, no, you got to stop and look at this and smell this and be curious about that. And it opens you to the absolute beauty and wonder of the natural world that you've started taking for granted or have started not noticing at all. Everything becomes wondrous again. You know, in, in middle school, high school, it's just a tough time for everyone. And so to have that dog with me through those really hard times of growing up, he really did mold me into wanting to just be a better person. There's something about the closeness that we share with dogs that allows us to sort of keep secrets and have an intimacy that is private. You can be vulnerable. You can experience unconditional love. And that really is what I keep coming back to over all these years. I found myself having conversations with women who would come in and just be talking about how these pups had been there for them during these seminal moments in their life. He's such an important part of my self-care and of the healing that I've experienced. And for survivors who reach out to me and tell their own story, I often ask where they're finding support. And if I don't hear that they have an animal in their lives, specifically a dog, I often suggest it as a way to heal and to move forward because Bentley has been such a huge, a huge part of that for me. Why are dogs such an important presence in our life? They're an emotional constant. You know what to predict in terms of their behavior and responses. Unfortunately, with our human companions, it's not always so predictable. That sense of an emotional presence that's a constant really speaks to all of us, but especially, I think, to men in some particular ways that lets that relationship feel safe in a way that we're really not accustomed to. In our line of work, you know, we think of ourselves as fixers, where people call us to fix problems. And so in order for our members to kind of sit back and be like, well, wait, I need the fixing now. I need to be fixed and shut down that macho mentality to play with the dog, to talk sweet nothings to the dog. They're a lot more likely to now start speaking to me almost through the dog. 
it's more than just like this therapeutic moment in passing, but this is literally a member of your family. I just, I can't say that enough, but it literally is a member of your family. When you talk about Coco, it's like, she needs to be referred to as if you was my own child. I wanted a brother or a sister for years, and he definitely filled that space. When I reached out for help, instead of a hand, I got a paw. I really adored that dog. I think she was a tie to my dad. We get as close to our dogs as we do to a lot of family members. You know, I don't think I'd ever be without a dog. This is just how I want to live my life. If I come home after I've been away, I say, hi, I'm home. The dog, you hear her claws skidding on the wood floor as she sprints from wherever she's been sleeping because she has to get to me. She has to reestablish our bond. She has to let me know how important it is that I'm back. Jess never told me she loved me in words. She proved it when five minutes after seeing me, after five and a half weeks, when she'd run away from the shelter, when she'd run away from the people there trying to get her back, you know, she came back to me and me alone. Her name was uh, Casey Jones, or Casey. She was just my best friend. There's no doubt about that. She was just there through so many different things and a lot of growth in my life too, through college and then my early work years and then into getting married and things. So she was a very big part of a lot of my growing years. The kids can make the connections to their own lives. This one time, this young boy walked up to one of our volunteers, Brenda, who has a dog, Sam, looks kind of like a wolf, and said to her, I know that Sam came from a shelter and she turned out okay. Well, I live in a shelter. Do you think I'll be okay? Her dog being that source of comfort and, you know, in the middle of the night when there's nobody else there, you know, your dogs are there for you to provide that safety and security. It definitely made me and Johnny feel like a family because we've been together so long. We were together a long time before even the idea of gay marriage was popular. So I think a dog back then gave cohesion to couples, gay couples. You had a dog, so you're kind of a family. You have very complicated relationships with people and questions and and maybe conflicts, of course, and love and wonderfulness. But the authenticity of a relationship with a dog is so clear. It's so unencumbered by all of the other stuff. And in conclusion, the best part of, of that relationship is that you don't have to think. You just love. I've had down days, and these dogs, I tell you, they know it somehow, and they know how to bring me comfort. They come and snuggle. They put a head on my lap. I'm too lucky. I, I don't know what I did to deserve their love, but I'm, I'm very lucky that I have it. Stuff I do may sound crazy that you retired from soccer just so you could hang out with your dog. Like, nah, it's bigger than that. This dog really did save me, and it got me to realize I have everything in life. For him and I, I think the one thing that's gone right in the pandemic is my life with him. I take Josh into schools and I try to draw the correlation between Josh's disability and their peers that have a disability. Try to teach them, you know, if you can love Josh and think that he is so awesome, even though he's different than the dogs you have at home, then what about our friends here at school that, you know, maybe are different from us, but what great abilities they bring to the table. Everything was new to him. He loved going to the park, you know, so going to the park was suddenly so much fun again because this dog was just having a blast. 
beloved people, beloved, you know, the deli person and the flower person. And yeah. I, I live in a doorman building. He loved the doorman. And, you know, you want to say hi to everyone. And all of a sudden you become so aware of everybody around you when, when you have a dog. So he just sort of opened my heart up again in many ways. You know, in the final like hours that he was still with me, he looked at me and he said, you got this. And it was horrible for me, but it gave me some kind of confidence that I had his vote of support. And he taught me so much about myself and about my strength. I became kind of more open to being responsible for a being in a different kind of way, I think. I've never been one of those women that feel very maternal or that was my calling necessarily. And then when Charlie came into my life, he just made me realize that I could be very nurturing. And I just see him, how he also prepared me to be a great auntie to my niece. I mean, I love how kind of connected to my emotions I am. I mean, for an actor, I suppose that's a funny thing to say, but I definitely feel that dogs help you be more attuned to and in touch with your emotion. At the end of the day, what we pursue is what is given to us. What is given to us is the now and, and here. Yes. And if we don't really enjoy it now and here, then we miss life, you know, and dogs just pull us right into that the moment. They don't stand on ceremony. They live here and they teach us this. This is a, such an important lesson. Thanks again to all of our listeners for this past year. And here's to a better, happier year with our dogs in 2021. I can't wait to speak with more guests and hear about their stories. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It is made with the support of executive producer Scott Benaglio and our producer and editor Jack Summer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor Daniel Lampert for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review or rating. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at Dog Save the People, Facebook at Dog Save the People Podcast, and Twitter at Dog Save the PPL. We have a new gift shop on the DogSaveThePeople.com website with our first line of show merchandise that includes super soft t-shirts in black and light blue colorways. We are also happy to say that the shirts from the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, have also been added to the DogSaveThePeople.com gift shop. Profits from these t-shirts will be going to support independent rescues and shelters. If you have any questions or submissions, you can reach out to us on our website or on social media or email us at DogSaveThePeople at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so see you next week for another episode from Dog Save the People.